Newcastle's best maids. Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London. There's a one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game now at Macca's. Ends October 24. For full terms, visit mcdonalds.com.au. Welcome to the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London podcast. It's 106.9. It's Nick Guest, Ducko and Ash. Happy podcast, everyone. Happy podcast, indeed. But for those listening right now, you are the special ones who get the clues for tomorrow's Alpha Box. Now, you smart people. Yeah. Some people just leave it up to chance. Maybe they pray, but not you. Not you people. You say, if I'm going to win $10,000, I'm going to win $10,000. Yeah. I'm going to take control of my destiny. Yeah. I'm going to do everything I can, everything I need to get the information I need to come through to win, yes. to get that cash. Yes. Woo. You're not a loser. You're a winner. You're a winner. That winner's win. Baby, damn straight. That's white. And so, imagine going to, into an exam, and they're like, "Here are the questions. That's the questions. Go ahead. You can just study yeah. for them if you like." That sounds like maths A in year twelve that I did. That's the, <laughs> that's the easy maths. I I was that kid who I made such good friends with my teacher, Miss Cameron. God, she was the best. She tutored me and stuff, and she loved me. Had a real soft spot. She'd come up to me in exams and go, "No, I don't think it's. I don't think that one's right." And I'd be like, I'd be like, I don't get it. And she'd be like, remember how we did that thing in class? That, and I was like, no. Nah. And she would, she would give it to me. No, but you know what? She got me. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, uh, all right. Alpha so, yeah, that so. bit out that I inferred that Miss Cameron was a predator, by the way. I regret that. <laughs> she wasn't. And I've just. Well, I mean, yeah, she wasn't. She was a, she was a lovely Is that a real lady. name? Can we bleep her name? I feel really bad, but I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> that was That is her real name. Jan Cameron. Okay, great. I know a teacher called Janet Cameron. Do you? No, this is Jan, not Janet. So, you know, okay. you know. Okay. maybe that's where you're getting your, no, I'm not even going to say that. We'll just leave, we'll leave it all there. She, I don't want any of that to go in the podcast. Okay. I don't know if, so hopefully someone's bleeped half. It's just going to be a minute long bleep. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, Miller and the bleep. You don't have tinnitus. The letters for tomorrow, seven o'clock, you've yes. got X. X at seven. Eight o'clock, you've got F. Now that's hard to hear on radio. F for Freddie. Yeah. F for... Always Freddy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Five. Yeah. F for fun, fantastic, frivolous. Yeah. Yes. And then X, X is going to be tough, you know. This is... I think it'll be really easy or really hard. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Xylophone. Yeah. Yeah. That'll definitely make Xylophone's... There's only like 10 words that begin with X, There is. There? there is. There's not many. Yeah. So you should... Are we sure we want to do X? Well, you know, we don't make the decisions around now. here. It's, yeah, it's, but look, the fact that they're getting this ahead of time means that they can do all the Googling of the words. Exactly. And there's literally like a page and a half in oh. the dictionary of X. How many? Just I'm going to Google all. it. How many words start dun, dun, with dun, X? Well, it depends if it includes um, proper nouns, you know, because uh, that would be tough. Don't come we on, don't accept don't. proper nouns, do we? Unless it's specifically give us a proper noun that begins with an X. This would be my argument. I, I've tried to fight black, black and blue for when someone says a noun... You shouldn't mm. allow a proper noun, but no way. Let's play. Let's play a little game. Things. How many words do you guys think in the Oxford English Dictionary currently has uh, for the letter X? How many words? One hundred and seventy-six. It is more. I was going to say one hundred and sixty-five. It mm. is more. Uh, Two hundred ninety. It is more. One thousand five hundred. Nah, okay, a bit lower. So the Oxford Dictionary says four hundred English words that begin with the letter X. Where are we? Yeah. You can learn four hundred words between now and tomorrow for ten thousand dollars. I think you can. Otherwise, you're just lazy if you don't. That's a better use of your time than working for. Oh, but see, they've got things like <laughs> X-ray. Yeah, that, yeah, that would count. Why wouldn't that work? I don't know. I was just just wanted to put that out there to see how you Xenophobic. guys Xenophobic. Xenophobic's in there. Xylophone. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's all I uh, Those three are all I know, I reckon, so I've got 397 to learn. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy that. And hey, enjoy the rest of the podcast. It was a great show today. I give us 9 out of 10, I reckon. Oh, right on. Yeah, well, good vibe. Good vibe. G- good vibe. So you just sit back, relax, and unwind. 
Uh, have either of you ever gotten into a fight or an argument, disagreement with a neighbour? Oh, yes. Very much so. <laughs> can't help it. You can't choose your neighbours, you know what I mean? No, no. Yeah, um, yeah somebody mm. kept locking our gate, uh, our external gate between our two properties from the outside, started nailing it shut because they yeah. thought what? that we shouldn't have had access to it. Wow, that is passive. That oh, is, that's ridiculous. Yeah, we, we've recently had an issue with uh, our neighbour parking over our driveway. Oh. Just straight up. We don't like, what? we don't park. Yeah, but parking straight over the driveway. Yeah. Straight up because they know we don't use it. They think it's fine for them to do it. I'm like, no, that's my right to park over my driveway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. do it on yeah, yours. No. I don't care. <laughs> uh, we have exactly the same thing. We've got tradies next door, and I stupidly thinking they were going to be here for a week or two said, oh, no, we don't use the garage. Just park across it during the day. Uh, Turns out they're going to be here for a year. Uh, <laughs> now you've given them the in. At it's what so point hard. do I take it back? Yeah. So I can't take the, it back now. You've set the precedent to the neighbourhood now as well. Yeah, They'll see that and true. go, yeah, there's always someone across that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. The reason I ask is because uh, over in the States, there's a 28-year-old, Callie Robinson, who is neighbours with a, it's undisclosed his name, but he's a 76-year-old gentleman. Yeah. Now, apparently they're, they're good friends. Well, they were at least. Mm. They used to go for walks in the morning a couple of times oh. a week where Callie would take her dog and they'd go for a little wander around the local park and walk. That's nice. However, on this very day, October 8, something happened. They had a big argument. Something went down. And Callie has then picked up a bag of d- dog poo mm. that she had, obviously, with her dog. And, I, and it was like, you know when you can get the dog poo, but you don't tie it off? Oh, yeah. So it was still mm. open in the bag. Yeah. She's put the dog poo on the old man's face, smeared it all over his face, causing oh, him not, being not able to see, and then, and then oh, run what? off. And then run off. So much so that he's called the police. The police have gotten involved. <laughs> now, is that, you know, you know... <laughs> In any of these situations yes. where you need the police. Because I saw someone opening car doors this morning. Yeah. And I was oh. like, do I call triple zero or do I call the local police station? Yeah, was I this often a, wonder. Was yeah. this like a 911 situation? Yeah, I'd imagine this is or as 911 as you can get. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm getting dog poo on my face. If you've got dog poo in your eye that <laughs> yeah. someone has smeared on your eye. your neighbour. I'm calling like the SAS. I don't know, the FBI. What's above 911? Yeah. Green Berets. <laughs> I'm going to the yes. top level. I'm going to the top level. Anyway, uh, the local police got involved. They arrested her and charged her with battery, third degree, a third-degree felony. She said, not guilty. You can't prove it was me and my dog poo. This is where it gets a little bit icky, <laughs> well, There was no eyewitness. He the, couldn't see. <laughs> he couldn't see. However, the, the county, the authorities were able to match her doggy bags to the one she used on this rather grim act. <laughs> so they went into her house and went, these are the same dog bags. As what he had on his face. <laughs> Did she use a particularly unique type Mate, of dog Must bag? have. Must have used one with a pattern on it. And he must have kept the bags. He had it as evidence. Oh, yeah. That's where she went wrong. If you're going to poo, smear poo on someone's face. This is the, mo- the yeah. this bag is Monica Lewinsky's dress. You yeah. know, you hold on to it. Yeah. And you can prove it at a later date. Yeah. She says, I just need to know what the, the fight was about. I, I don't know, actually doesn't care say. about anything else. I know. I need that. See, that's also, for me, that's all I care about. If, if, what did he do to warrant Poo on the face. Well, she's come out <laughs> saying this is the biggest load of rubbish. I've been bullied. Anyone who knows me knows I'm nothing like that. I'm gentle and kind. I've been obliterated, she said. But if you're 28 years old, are you getting to a fight with a 76-year-old? <laughs> you know, I feel like that's like... If he lit- touches my ass, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, You know what fair, I mean? Fair. If okay, he was if a sex pest, If it could go down that poo. way. But I feel like the fact that they walk every day and stuff, or a couple of times a week... 
Yeah, no, I don't know if it's that... I'd like to think it's not that level. I'd like to think he, like, insulted her garden or something. I'm sorry, Ducko, but I think Ash and I are both disappointed that your investigative journalism has not garnered yes. what the argument yeah. was about. What would your father say? What oh, would your father don't, say, Ducko? Don't bring Dad into this. Shots fired. Don't Come bring on. my dad into this. Chris Allen would have had an eyewitness interview from both of them about what da- the argument dad was about. Dad would have been there in the moment chasing him. Dad would be on their doorstep right now being like, did you put the poo? In the face. Was it you? Could you do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quite a shitty situation. <laughs> Uno, the game, guys. Do you play it? I do. Yep. Yeah, I do. I'm not like a, I'm not those people who like loves it so so much. It is fun, but um, you know. Well, I'm mad for it. I um, love you. If you've travelled, you know it's like the great game that everyone around the world, even if you don't mm. speak the same language, you can all play Uno. It's like the McDonald, McDonald's like of the card world. Yeah. Exactly yeah. Right. And even my six-year-olds, you know, they understand the rules. It's an it's easy, easy enough game. Yeah. Like a deck of cards, it takes a little bit of time to understand yeah. that Jack, Queen, King, Ace is the order, and then the numbers, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. so Uno has released a new version, which is apparently is going to ruin friendships, called the No, or Show Them No Mercy version. <laughs> so, uh, for starters, a lot of people, the contentious rule in Uno is, can you stack? If somebody no, puts a, wa- a draw four down, can you stack? Instead of picking up the four, you put down another draw yeah, four. But that's what the fun of it. Two. Then it's like, well, I got I to draw two, I got another four, and it no, just keeps going. I, no, that's not the rule, though. And that drives me crazy when people just make up their own rules. <laughs> and it's like a four on a two. And then before you know it, you're drawing 38. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way you can come <laughs> and back. And you can't come back from that. But it's so fun no. if you're not that person. Yes. Well, here's the thing. So you're right, Ash. Officially, it is not a rule in no. <laughs> But stacking. In the Show em No Mercy version, yeah. is actually a rule. Ah. So you can stack, but also to add an insult to injury, there, there's a draw 10 card. Oh, no. Oh, that person, that is psycho. So not only can you stack, so say you get draw four, somebody puts a two on that, and then somebody plonks a draw 10 down, oh. boom, you've got 16 cards to pick up. There is also the, uh, the wild reverse draw four. So this not only reverses, but it also draw four. So it's going around in the direction. You want to get the person who's giving you cards. Uh Boom. Reverse draw four. It goes back to them. Uh, Um, You can change the color and reverse the order as well. So you get to change the color. Um, Then there is the skip everyone card, which people are saying are the most powerful card. So it skips everybody on the board, however many there are. And it just goes back to you again. And you just keep going. So particularly towards the end, you know, where you say, Uno, you got one card left and then everyone just targets you. Well, if you got two left and one of them's a skip everyone card, boom, you're finished. You got to hold on to that one until the end. Exactly. There's a new card called discard all. Now I don't get this one. How I don't get how this one's an advantage to the card holder. So you got to look at all the things in your hand and discard all the cards that match that color. So you put oh. it down, and like all my blues, then have to go down onto the pile. Well, that would be a, that would be good if it, if you were holding on to like a blue draw four, or I mean a blue draw two, or a draw ten, oh, and then that's you were true. holding on to it or a verse, and then you then lose them all. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point, actually. Mm. All right, and then finally mm. is the mercy rule. Despite the game being called Show Em No Mercy, there is a new rule where if you get 25 cards or more, mm. then you're just out. So you might actually win not by getting rid of your cards ah. first, which is the aim of Uno, but just by being the last person standing because you just keep getting people 25 or more. Maybe you've got a lot of draw 10s. Yeah. And then they just keep going out. That's it. It's the mercy rule. You're oh. done. So they reward you for losing. Okay. 
What are, what are we teaching kids? No, no, no. You lose. Mm. You're, you're you're done. You're, you're not involved in the game anymore. Oh, you, you just have to win. stop. He's you saying, just got to stop. He's saying stay the longest by making everyone else collect all the cards. Oh. And ordinarily they'd keep playing. But now she's like, boom, 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 boom. See ya. Oh, boom, 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 boom. Okay. See ya. That's a few so new you rules. you may not win yeah. through your yeah. own cards. Just right. forcing other people to lose. Yeah. Right. Blowing up on social media, though, people are saying... You know, my family's going to break up over this. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. I can't play you that. Know, people being dramatic. If your family yeah. breaks up over a game of Uno, I would imagine, I'd, I'd, you know, hazard a guess that things weren't going super well <laughs> no, before. I'd say not. Some underlying... But I tell you what, though, it brings out the worst. Like my, my mother-in-law is the nicest human being on the planet. She's so sweet. Like, she's such a nice person. Robin. Doesn't have a bad thing to say about anyone. When we play card games, she is aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> she is full on. Like we've had genuine arguments. Like it is another person I've never really? seen before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brings out the worst in her. Absolutely. What arguments are you having? I'd love to see you have an argument in rule games. Are you a stickler for the rules in cards? Absolutely not, mate. I'm a bit fast and loose, you know. <laughs> bit of cheating happening here and there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I learned something that blew my mind over the weekend. It's not often these days with all the information that comes at us that we really do kind of learn something that's really like, what? Yeah, yeah. And I learned this from um, a TV show that my two-year-old watches called Dinosaur Train. Which oh, is, oh, the Dinosaur so Train. Dinosaur Train. <laughs> <laughs> and we watch it because the main dinosaur um, – uh, is called Buddy, which is the name of my son. So uh, that's why we love Dinosaur yeah, Train. Yeah. I'm going to give you a fact, boys. And I'm pre- – I mean, Nick, you're a massive nerd burger, so you probably already knew this. Yeah. Um, Ducko, this will definitely blow your tiny little mind because it blew my <laughs> tiny little mind. Great, right. <laughs> okay. So we all know the T-Rex and we know the Stegosaurus, right? Mm-hmm. And we is know the stegosaurus, that, you know, like, stegosaurus is the one that has big plates along the back, yes. about my height, used to cool itself. Yeah. Okay, humble okay, brag there about my height. Definitely know this yeah. fact. Like, and I, I know I about I know. the cooling and myself from the dinosaur train because I learned that in dinosaur train. I think anyway. I know this fact. I won't ruin it for you, but it has something to do with please timing. Don't, so don't. Just, that's ruining it. Hear... So, <laughs> <laughs> so when we play with dinosaurs, the T Rex and the Stegosaurus play together, obviously because they were friends and they were dinosaurs, right, Ducko? Right. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Wrong, huh? Ducko, because the T-Rex and the Stegosaurus lived 80 million years apart. Yeah. Oh, they weren't so, in the same era. No, human beings and T-Rexes were closer together than T-Rexes and Stegosauruses. What? So the Stegosaurus from the Jurassic period and the the T-Rex is from the Cretaceous period, yeah. 80 million years apart. That blew so, my freaking So mind. they never walked on the earth together. Not only 80 that, million years wow. apart. Not only that. that, we are closer to the T Rex yeah. than the T Rex is to the Stegosaurus. She just said that, mate. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> said that. Come on, mate. Right. Right. Here he is. He's just popping out his but, facts. But we had a we had a discussion because yes. we're currently making some videos for uh, my kids' band, the Quackers. Yeah. And there's a song yeah. called "Here Comes the Dinosaur." Yes. And there is a Stegosaurus which is mentioned and a T Rex which is mentioned. And I was saying you need to animate a different dinosaur because we were having the T-Rex about to eat the Stegosaurus. I'm like, that's not possible. That can't happen. Kids don't care. Yeah. And I'm like, they do. Uh Have you seen Dinosaur Train? Kids will know that there's a difference. I don't know if they will. And they had to make another dinosaur. I'm not going to care. You're that person in the band. Like, you know that when you go to the bathroom, they're all bitching about you, right? (laughs) 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 The rest of the band's like, oh, God. Gillian, his dinosaur facts again. 
Because we rehearse at my house. Are they going to the bathroom in my house? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, maybe. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. even Ash London coming out with those awesome facts. You you blew us about time, and then you you know you stole her fact that she already said Gilly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love what kids' books can teach you, and kids' shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because I learned this. This blew my mind. That if you were to spend your entire life counting, like from the day you were born, you never slept and you mm. lived till you were 100 and all you did mm. was count as fast as you mm. could, mm. you couldn't count the number of people in the world. Yeah, no, that's, that doesn't shock me that much. No. Really? You so couldn't even count the two so billion. I was people. just trying to think back to my kid shows and what I've learned, but I just got the theme song stuck in my head. <laughs> every day when I'm walking down the street, everybody that I meet. Anyone? No one else? I love that song. Yeah. Uh, hey, Arthur. It's a wonderful world yeah, today. Yeah, see, that's what I learned. As, as a kid watching shows, that's what I picked up. So if the Stegosaurus is eating the T-Rex, mate, I just don't care. You know what I mean? It's okay. Let the Stegosaurus the and the T-Rex be together and walk together, you know? That's beautiful, yeah. man. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, everyone wants to cut corners in the gym. Everyone wants a magical little pill to try and get the games. Here's the thing. Eat healthy and work hard, you lazy human beings. I'm sick of it. Uh, You know uh, Ozempic, Ozempic, however you say it? Yep. Whatever. That's come out. It's a big weight loss thing. What's it actually used for? I think diabetes. Yes. So, I yeah. mean, people shouldn't it's be taking your for weight loss. Yes. Yeah. People shouldn't be taking for weight loss, but they have been and having dramatic results with it. It lowers your appetite. But yeah. We know a few people who've wanted to take it and we've been like, please do not take that. Yes. Well, there's a new drug that they're currently testing on mice, which they're labeling as essentially a super drug for exercise and metabolism called SLUPP332. Now, I'll read slurp. it. Oh, yeah, Slurp. It's, it's called Slurp. It's Slurp. Slurpy. I'll, I'll read you what Slurpy does technically, and then we can just break it down in layman's terms. Yeah. It acts on estrogen receptor-related receptors, which are found in tissues that demand a lot of energy. So receptors that trigger uh, metabolic changes associated with exercise, like increasing muscle ability to consume oxygen, boosting their breakdowns of fat for energy, and reviving metabolism. So essentially, it gives you gains quicker and you can last longer, essentially, in, in all exercise things. Like, yeah, it makes you like... that. <laughs> no, not in that area, mate. It makes, yeah. you like, <laughs> makes you like a souped-up athlete. Now, they've been testing this on mice, uh, the slup, and they found that they could run, the mice who've had the slup could run 70% longer and 45% further than the mice not given the drug and then their results previously when they hadn't had it. And then did you go steal a mate's woman? Just like, look how jacked I am. <laughs> Look at me! Look at me! Uh, also, they, they fed a bunch of mice the same diet, uh, a high, a very high-fat diet, and they mm-hmm. gave half the mice the slup yep. and half the mice not slup. And the ones that had the slup uh, weighed 12% less than the counterparts when they had the same diet. So it's simulating In a, internally a workout. Correct. But it's it's still like, it's not like you can just sit on your ass and take this and then instead of going to the gym, what it's saying is if you do go to the gym, you get twice the... Like you, the, get, you get twice the, the rewards, but I think it's also saying that if you do sit on your ass and you just take this, you will still see results. Yeah, right. It's, no, it's, it's saying it misses, that, the best part of exercising is that I don't know about you boys. Maybe you look forward to going to the gym, but I yeah. go to the gym three times a week, yeah. and up until the moment I am standing in front of my trainer with my hands on the equipment, up until that second, yeah. I am ready to fake my own death to get out of going to the gym. Like I, there is just. No part of me wants to be there. Yeah. But then I do my 45-minute workout, and, and then when I walk out of that gym, I am like, I've just cured cancer. <laughs> yes, just like, 
I am the greatest human in the world. The dopamine, all those happy hormones are coursing through my body. Yes. That is why I go to the gym and you miss out on that by just injecting yourself or taking a pill. Come on. I know. This is just a modern equivalent of those bands that they had in the 90s that just like wrap around your butt and just shake a bit. (laughs) Yes. Like, ah, you can get ripped with this thing. It'll just shake you for a bit. Or the Ab Buster 3000. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, I, I think it's horrible. I mean, you guys know where I stand on this. Work hard, eat well, don't be a psycho. Just come on. And what is it doing to your body? Well, I mean, like if yeah. it is simulating a workout, what is it doing to your body? The mice haven't spoken about that just yet, uh, but I'm sure we'll, we'll interview the mice and find out in the coming weeks, uh, perhaps years. Yeah. And look, it is a long way off human trials or human testing, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But if this gets over, if this happens, everyone will, everyone will want it. You know that people will want this. Yeah. You, you now know. I'm like, out of the gym when it's available, I'm like, Give it to me. <laughs> I'll take 10. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> On 131060, we're asking the question, what code word do you use in your family? Namely among um, mummies and daddies or mummies and mummies or daddies and daddies. Just the adults in the house. Who love each other very so, much. <laughs> yes, who love each other very much and just want to show each other how much they love each other. Mm. Um, in my family, and I don't even know how this started, but I think it was when we started dating we, I guess it started with a wooga, a wooga, you know, like the thing of like when the yes. eyes pop out of the house. A wooga, a wooga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great car horn become, if you get installed. <laughs> yes. For us, it's just become the word a woogsy, which is not sexy at all. <laughs> yeah. But that's just like if I, you know, like am getting changed quickly, go to the gym or whatever, and, yeah. you know, like something comes off, my husband would go a woogsy. And that is kind of like. Here we go. A woogsy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A woogsy. Gets me going. A woogsy, which in itself is not sexy at all, but it's funny and it, it works kind yeah. of nine times out of ten, yeah. I would say. <laughs> now, we put this out on, um, on the, the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Some of these are pretty hilarious, boys. My personal favorite is uh, Brooke Page. Yep. In her family, uh, they say, do you want to watch Billy Madison? <laughs> I like that because in our household, right? it's do you want to watch an MOV? Uh, should we put on an MOVIE in the afternoon? That's our kind of code word. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so the kids. <laughs> so who can now spell? So the yes. kids are watching an MOVIE on the couch. Yeah. You know, you've got some time. In, yeah. uh, in, in our household, Ash, I've spoken about this on air before, but it's, it's Kong in the freezer. So what that means, Kong is a dog. Kong is a dog toy. So that means if we put peanut butter in the Kong, whack it in the freezer, and give it to the dog while we go to the bedroom. So when Kong, Kong's in the freezer, it's like its own. You know what I mean? That's what that's what we say. That's our household. Like, what? Poor Pammy. Like, what does she? Otherwise, is she gonna watch? Like, what? No, she gets very concerned and starts crying and barking. It's a whole thing. Um, Sweetheart. I love Claire's one on socials because her one because I just feel as though it's fraught with danger. Hers yeah. is I'm hungry. Which I say quite a lot during the day. Yeah. That's tough. You know, yeah, well, you, you are always hungry, big guy. <laughs> oh. Winky, winky. Oh. Yo, yo. But can this be code word for anything? So obviously, yes, 13, 10, 60, to have a code word for the sexy time. But I know, yeah. for example, like Morgan's family have this thing when they have people over. And it comes from when her parents were even kids to her grandparents and stuff. But it's passed yeah. on. When they're serving food, if there's not enough and they've got guests, they just say, FHB, FHB. And it means family hold back. Oh. So, I love that. Yeah, so it means family hold back, let the guests go, and then just take it at the end, and we'll discuss later. Yeah, right. So I when I was that. first over for dinner, like the grandparents even said, like this is years ago, like FHB, and I was kind of like, what? Why are you guys all saying this word? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So with, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have to put in the X jar with an X of mine. We used to there have a go. code word for 
if they knew somebody but didn't know their name, they would yes. just mention the birds. Just like, jeez, ah. I haven't seen many birds around here today. Anyway, and then you would know that you would introduce yourself. Oh, that's great. Fantastic. Straight up. So it was a code word for the introduction. That is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. If I need to go number twos, yes. or my husband does, we say, oh, I just, um, can you just chill with Buddy? I just need to have some alone time. And alone time means don't come into the bathroom, don't ask me questions, just leave me to have my alone time yeah, so I can... Let me back this one out. So 131060, code words, family code words or sexy time code words. Have 100 bucks to spend at Go-Karts Go, Broadmeadow as well. Up for grabs. Give us a call. Chloe Uh, in Madawi, do you have a code word in your family? Yes, I do. Between me and my best friend, it was, have your mum called today. (laughs) What What does it mean? Yeah. So when we were doing the snow season, we would always finish up and have breakfast um, and... If we ever needed to go to the toilet, so number two, we would just say to each other, has your mum called today? And that was code word as in we need to leave right now. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I like that. Has your mum called like, today? That, can I just say, that is the ultimate in like female friendships, that we love each other yeah. so much that yeah. if you need to poo, I'm with you, babe. We'll do this together. I will get you out of this situation <laughs> Sister, and it's all going to be great. Yeah, sisters in solidarity yeah, exactly. on the toilet. I like it. Katie's in West Walls and Katie, what's the code word? Um, the code word is uh, the aircon's on sixteen. <laughs> Very specific, Very, babe. Uh, yeah, yeah, talk us yeah, through. Well, when you, it's, you know, you need that time between you and your husband, or you and your partner, yeah. and things are going to get steamy, so it's going to get pretty hot. Ah. So you need the aircon to be on sixteen. Brilliant! That's so I love that. That's and how good. old are your kids? Who? How old are they that you're saying? Eleven, eight, and six. And sometimes okay. um, our eleven-year-old's like, "Oh, I'll put the aircon on for you," and my husband's like, "Oh, no, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Don't do that. It's fine. Aircon's on sixteen. It is good." And I'm cu- have you been caught, Katie, by your kids? Um, <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> 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 doesn't want to yeah. give details. Uh. $50,000 of luxurious home upgrades for just 5K? Yes, please. Search Montgomery Homes. One, two, three, it's right, A, B, C. It's 106.9, 10K Alphabet. All the money. Oh, yeah. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. Have to take your first answer. You can't use the same one twice. And if you're unsure of the question, just say pass. Of course, we'll come back to you if there is time. Uh, stepping up today for $10,000 from Merriweather, we have Luke. Hello, Luke. Oh, how are you? What are we doing with 10K, Lukey? Oh, a nice holiday to Thailand. It'd be nice. Sit in the beach and Ooh. get some sun. Yeah, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Very good. We yeah. gave the letter away, Luke. Uh, did you hear that? Yes, I did. It's V. Oh, good. He's on. Mm. Good. He's on. Okay, mate. Well, let's jump straight into it, shall we? Hey? Mm. Your time will start after the first question. You know your letter's V. Let's go. Here we go. Come on, Luke. Starting with the letter V, we need you to give us a four-letter word. Face. A type of food. Pass. A body part. Bulba. A TV show. Vampire Diaries. A girl's name. Vera. An occupation. Pass. An animal. Vulture. A country. Vanuatu. A planet. Venus. A type of vehicle. Volvo. A type of food. Oh, oh my Luke gosh. Give hot. it to him. Just give him the 
ten grand for saying vulva on the radio. I know. Like an absolute <laughs> championship. You, you can tell Luke pondered it as well. He's yeah, like, no, I'm, just gonna gonna oh. <laughs> I'm just going to commit. I'm just going to commit. Unbelievable. You got eight, Lukey, which is an excellent score. You got like eleven questions. But, hey, you got $100 to spend at Mad Max. Uh, our amigos there at Mad Max, well done. Great, thank you very much. Not a problem. So, a type of Luke, food. Luke, Luke's is so... I need to get... I need to just say it. Luke is a very smart dude, and I'm not just talking about the female body part, yeah. bitch. We did this before, and we're pretty good at it, given yeah. that you boys have done it twice a morning for 50 years. Yeah. We didn't do that well. No. He's a smart dude. We I'm a big fan really of Luke. Yeah, yeah, Luke did, Luke did yeah. really well. I think we got six yeah. or seven. He beat us. Um, yeah, now, I didn't talk- know the body part. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Just went for it. Yeah. <laughs> now, type of food, Heard vegetables is probably what we were looking for. Yeah. And then the only other one was an occupation: a vet, a videographer, yeah. a violinist. Ah, oh, Lukey. Vultures, anyway. Who's getting vultures? Great. Hey, Luke, call back anytime, mate. Thanks for playing. Good to chat. Keep, keep all, keep all talking about what's trending. What's trending? Trending now. If you chucked your VCR on and recorded the referendum results program on Saturday night and it's still yet to watch it, warning there are some spoilers coming your way. Okay. Everything is wrong with that sentence, like everything you've said, but we'll press on. How long ago did you decide that that was going to be... How you got into this break? We drive yeah, into yeah. work. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a joke. Yeah, I had to pull over and furiously VCR. jot it down yeah, in my notebook in my top pocket. Oh, I just read yep. it word for word. Yeah, Click yeah. The pen. <laughs> Another one done. But Gilman strikes again. <laughs> the duck man. Yeah, I wrote it down and then got my. Wild. <laughs> They're the things I said into my dictaphone afterwards. Ah, yeah. The Gilman <laughs> strikes again. It's a good win for old Gil. <laughs> Anywho, yes, we are talking about The Voice. Now, we found out pretty soon after the voting had closed that it was an overall no. 40% of the nation voted yes for The Voice referendum to enshrine a voice inside our constitution. Now, look, I'll be honest, I personally... Each to their own, but uh, was pretty depressed by this. Yes. It was sad to yeah, see that too. even when seemingly this would not have affected the majority of Australians, we still wouldn't give a voice to Indigenous Aussies. New South Wales was 40.5%, so pretty much on par with the rest of the country. However, big pat on the back to Newcastle. Yeah. The Newcastle electorate were one of the very, very few who voted yes, 53%. Yep. It's great from Newey. So, well done, Newey. Congratulations. What do you think it is? I mean, I'm I'm new to the community. What do you think it is that, that means? Because really, a 10% difference from the rest of Australia is significant, I yeah. think. What, what is it about the Novocastrians, do you think? Uh, I think I mean, they're a very... Hard com- question. I think they're a compassionate community. Like, yeah. when hmm. you see any kind of need in a community in Newcastle. I, I've, I've never seen a place band together. Yeah, they all get around each better other. Better than Newcastle. Yeah, they just absolutely. look after each other. And I feel as though that sentiment has really come through in this case. They've seen Indigenous Australians in a time of need, and I think they've banded together in a, in a bid to try and vote yes. And listened, you know, and made their own decisions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well done. But I've, look, I've, it staggers me to say this, but I've got to hand it to the No campaign. Like... They ran a heck of a they ran a heck of a race. Like, sure, it was largely lies. The pamphlet that they handed out in July, mm. they found over twenty factual errors in a pretty short pamphlet. Yeah. Um, but they got in early. They put out their pamphlet first. They got their campaign well, going. If first. you don't know, vote no is really what set fire. That's, yeah. So yeah. here's here's the interesting thing about it. Right, August last year, 
the no, uh, sorry, the, the referendum, the voice idea had a 68% support rating in the pre-polls, 68%. Yeah. Now that held above 60% till about March this year, right? Then in July, it was still above 50% and they released the don't know, vote no campaign. Ugh. It immediately started it's dipping disgusting. down until we got down to pre-polling of about 38% support. Like, and it's, it's what the fallout's going to be from all this now. Like, I saw even articles yesterday saying it could affect our relations with Pacific Islands and stuff like that. And so it should, like, it's, it's a bit embarrassing. What the rest of the world thinks it's of us bit, and how they look. It's a lot embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. But I think one of the things is it's so much easier to scare someone into a no than scare someone into a yes, right? Like, fear is just the easiest way. you just got to sow seeds of doubt, sow seeds of fear. Absolutely. And we're human beings who have lived through a really scary couple of years. Yes. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Where things that we never thought would happen have happened to us. So we feel vulnerable. So they have played upon that. Yeah. And used disinformation and used fear to make people think, well, you know, maybe what I'm being told isn't true. And if this happens, these horrible things are going to happen. And we saw it happen in the USA with those the election getting overturned, mm-hmm. attempted to be overturned, you know. And it's like, I never thought we'd live in a world where we could be controlled so much yeah, I know. by fear. And I don't want to live in that world. If anything, it's, it's going to segregate the country more. Well, it's it going to split us up more. And, and But do you think, on that, Ash, I was thinking about this yesterday, do you think if COVID never happened, it goes the other way? I think if COVID never happened, people would have more faith in government yes. on both sides. Yeah, I think that's it's true. brought out that's the worst point. In, I agree. in government. Yeah. And it's no excuse, but I can understand why people don't believe a word that comes out of politicians' mouths anymore. Yeah. And I think the no the no campaign, um, which is let's be honest, like uh Peter Dutton, hmm. uh, the yeah. opposition leader, has been a fierce, fierce opponent of it from the start. And now on both sides, people say, I don't trust Albo, I don't trust the Labor government. Well, I think the other side have, have once again given us big reason to not trust them because they have lied. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I want to be, I want us to be better than this, but I understand that people are fearful and untrusting and that's sad, but I yeah. get it. Yeah. And, and early signs, even more sadly, is a lot of people were mistrusting of the 80% of Indigenous Australians wanted this. Well, overwhelmingly in the early kind of dig down showed that, it was about a above a seventy five percent yes yeah. from the indigenous mm. community, which I think is even sadder. But I have another and theory. even higher in those remote communities of, of the Northern Territory, where a lot of people were saying they definitely don't want it, and we're seeing it's up eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rate. Yeah, but um, also like people are pretty time poor these days. Is it possible that no is just a shorter word? People are in a bit of a rush. They're right. like, I can get this and done no. faster two, than a Two gets. letters instead of three. Yeah. Not that bad. I mean, we're bad, but I don't think we're that bad. I <laughs> yeah, hope yeah, we're that I, bad. I, I don't know. Yeah, possibly, but I doubt it. I but anyway. S's can be time consuming. It is uh, what it is. It's done now. We'll see, it'll be interesting to see the fallout from what happens with all of yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, a week of mourning from the Indigenous community, they've announced. Yeah. And uh, even at um, City Hall here, they are running the uh, Australian Aboriginal flag at half-mast at the moment and the Torres Strait Island flag. Uh, it's Newcastle's Hit 106.9, Nick, Jess, Ducko and Ash, London and Love Triangle team. It is a new show. It is available to stream now on Stan. New episodes every Thursday, but one of our own. 
Nova Castorine's a good friend of the show, Dan Nielsen, used to work with us, actually. Not only worked with us, but about five or six years ago, we did a thing called Barley Blind Dates, where we took members of the Hit family, paired them up without them knowing, on a plane was the first time they spoke to each other to try and find love. Now, you're on Love Triangle, mate. He joins us now. I'm guessing you didn't find love in Barley. <laughs> uh... Love with myself, mate, as usual. Now, yeah, it's <laughs> the best kind, Danny boy. That's the most right. important kind. You can't love other people till you love yourself. That, we all know that's that. exactly right. I just want to first of all, Australian yeah. Radio Royalty, Ash London. How good is it? Yeah, yeah. look at him. Yeah. He's kidding. Yeah. He's very excited. Well done. Good well way to done start the interview. Good start, yeah. my friend. Yeah, tickle her peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and Gillian Ducko. We're like, you know, yeah, well, not cu- royalty. Like, we're current affair, and some bloke who kicked five goals for the uh, who were you? The, <laughs> the Crows. The Crows. Five goals. So he's getting our resumes. This is about. You. Yeah. Um, now I've got some. I've got some audio here from the episode we saw of you with your. Is it Nelly? Yes, Nelly. When, yep. Nelly, when she first sees you and sees what you look like. Now this is terribly awkward, and I love it. <laughs> I look like my dad. <laughs> wow, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's bad, right? <laughs> hey, not like nothing to oh, but you know you have an essence. <laughs> Well, I don't mind if girls want to call me daddy. That's fine. If you want to call me daddy, that's that's sweet. <laughs> First of all, when she said you look like uh, my dad, how do you how do you get around that? Look, what do you say to that? Honestly, it's um, it put me on the spot, as you could see. Like, yeah. There was no, you know, people talk about editing in these type of shows all the time. That was as real as it gets. A girl's yeah. going to call you. Well, it says you look like my dad. Uh, I don't know how to respond to that. I'm still trying to process that in my mind at the moment. Like, where do you go? I don't oh, know. you did well. I think that the transition to daddy was very, very well. That was funny. That's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, what all yeah. the cool kids are saying these days in the bedroom. I don't know. Don't know you know. Kill me, daddy. Oh, yeah, mate. <laughs> um, hey, mate, what is the premise of the show? For those who haven't seen yes. it, it says Love Triangle, but we've only heard Nelly is there. Where's the triangle part come in? Yeah, so basically six singles start and they message two potential suitors they're caught and over a two or three day period and they try and form a connection just over text. Right. So you, And yeah, after the three days, um, one of the singles, they got to choose between the two suitors and then they oh. go on a date and move, into it, move in with each other. And then right. after that, after what? a few weeks... The people that didn't get picked, they move in later on into the house. They come in anyway. Yeah, they come in anyway. But I'm saying this year is a completely different ball game. There's so many different twists and turns. And, you know, people say they've seen season one. It's, yeah, very, very different. So when you first (laughs) met Nelly, um, be honest, not much of a vibe. No, no, uh, not at all. I actually really. No, like, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, um, (laughs) During texting week, uh, as much as I was being positive and happy, happy go lucky guy, I mm. just wasn't sure if there was a connection there between Nell and I. Just with completely yep. different people. She's from Tasmania. I'm from uh, God's Country up in Newcastle, yep. and uh, yeah, it, it felt like we didn't have any common ground. And then when we met in person, I know, as you can imagine, there's a lot of stuff that gets left out, and there was a couple of yeah. things where I was like, oh. Yeah, maybe a bit of a deal breaker yeah, in that. From me. But yeah, yeah. Like, like I said on the show, she she is such a lovely girl. And at that current time, I was like, is there like a romantic spark or a connection there flowing in my head? I wasn't too sure at that current time. So yeah. Do you well, feel you did like- call her Nell. Yes. Which says to me that, <laughs> you know, a I, I, fondness may have grown, maybe just as friends, maybe romantically, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, well, I was very gentlemanlike and asked her if I could call her Nell during texting week. Before we let you go, then the, the third man comes in, Richard. He's a writer and director from the Goldie. What's it like when there's two dudes and, and the girl in the house and you guys are all together in that awkward little triangle? 
it's so weird, eh? Like, you know, because <laughs> it, like, it, it really is. Because mm. there's been times through my single life, probably over the last three or four years, where I'm constantly getting friend zoned by girls, right? And yeah. this is not a sob mm. story or that, you know. I, I feel like I'm um, that happy guy that can, you know, bring smile to people's yeah. faces and that. But there's times where I struggle to form that special connection. So, you know, when, when you're in there, there's someone else there. Yeah. I kind of hold myself back and kind of just pretend yeah. to be that friend with everyone because I don't want awkwardness. Yeah. I don't want fighting or anything. I don't like that drama or that. So when someone else comes into the picture, you know, am I still trying to find a connection that time period of the show? I don't know. You just have to wait and see. Well, is so, it like she's hooking up with you in one room and then hooking up with him in the next? Yeah. Well, that technically a love triangle, isn't it? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. The idea, that girl. Jeez, oh. oh, that would be so weird. It, it's it, it, it's yeah, very, very strange. Yeah. But like I said, it's completely different to last season. And you just got to wait for these plots and twists to come because they will have your head turning and glued to the TV. Love it. I, Love. Want, two of the go- I want two of the guys to hook up. That's my guarantee yeah. me that that Duck happens, come over I here, champions. <laughs> uh, love Triangle. Uh, you can stream it now on stand. New episodes every Thursday. Dan Nielsen, good to have you in, mate. Thanks for joining us. Nah, thanks for having us, guys. Keep, keep on, keep on talking about what's trending. What's trending? Trending. Now. The uh, era's world tour has taken the world and Australia by storm. I mean, most of us were on that website. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never experienced anything like it. I've never seen so much love for an artist. It's so much it is parental anxiety as oh, well over getting yes. their children tickets. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I was getting a lot of texts, as was my husband, from like his mates in the boys group just begging. Yep. Begging for some help. Um, yeah, I shelled out lots of money, more money than I've ever shelled out. So I will not be seeing this film because I want to go in fresh. I don't want to ruin it. I paid all this money. I, you know, I want it in my eyeballs for the first time. Nick, I know you, you're on, you're on board with kind of this approach, aren't you? Oh, anti-spoiler alert. I will actively mm. avoid anything to do with anything that I'm going to consume in the future. But it takes Nick a year and a half to consume anything, so it's, you know, he loses all right to spoil it. I'm just about to start the Marvel movies. But this is genius. This is <laughs> this is genius from Taylor because for the people that didn't get the tickets and pay, you know, 500 bucks for these, for these yeah. tickets, uh, they, <laughs> they then get to see this movie and they'll all pay it and she's making even more money. Anyway, we Ash, you put the call out to some people if they'd been to Taylor already on your social media and you got inundated? Absolutely inundated. And this was at 5.30am that I put the call out to and I <laughs> swiftly deleted it because I got so many messages, which is exciting. Sophia, we've got you on the phone, my love. Now, Sophia, are you a Taylor Swift? Obviously, you're a Taylor Swift fan. I am. I'm a fan. I'm, I don't know if I'm cray-cray Taylor, but I enjoy her music. Okay. Cool. And did you get tickets to the tour in Australia? No, because I have a life and bills. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. You couldn't wait, on, wait in the green room for four hours. It was too expensive. No. But you nor went... did I have a spare 500 either. So yeah. You went to the movie, Sophia. And, and... I did. Okay, and... how was the reaction? Because we're seeing cinemas, people literally dancing and making mosh pits in the front of the cinema. Yeah, guys, there was probably six people total, including me, in the cinema. All together. What? Um, oh. I, I thought there was going to be screaming, sing-alongs. Nope, nothing. Probably about halfway through, people started applauding at the end of each song. And oh. even then, it was like dismal claps. And I had the entire row to, to myself and my friend. I that love was that. Me. What yeah. time did you go and what day oh, yes. just to get a vibe 6 on it? 6 p.m. Saturday night. Wow. And it was long, That's man. why, though, right? Yeah. Three hours. Long. Yeah. Oh, it's long. Is it three it's hours? Long. Three hours. It's longer than that. Jeez. 
I jeez, I mean, I can I can cop that for Martin Scorsese's upcoming film, Kills of the Flower Moon, which was released this Thursday with Leonardo DiCaprio. But yeah. I will. I don't know if I'm doing that for Tay Tay. You know what I mean? I don't know if I yeah. can do. Well, that. I think. We've got a big Swifty on the phone now, Lotus. Now, I've got to say, Lotus, I met Lotus a couple of years ago at Keith Tullock Wine. She served me. We became friends and we followed each other on Insta. Hi, how are you going, Lotus? Hi, Joel. I'm good. How are you? Good to hear your voice again. Now, you are obviously a cray-cray for Tay-Tay. Well, you know what? I wasn't until I went and watched the Eras Tour movie. And now okay. I'm actually obsessed. Really? I, yes. Now, what was your screening like, Lotus? What time and when did you go? How busy was it? Yeah, so... We, my best friend, her boyfriend and I all went to the Green Hills Cinema yep. and it was packed and it was popping off. People, like, people singing? <laughs> yeah. It was like we were actually at the concert. We were moshing, singing, dancing, clapping. It was the whole kit and caboodle. And did she make eye contact with you? Yeah. We're pretty much best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> Get Lotus. Yeah. What a legend. Uh, yeah, that's the experience you want, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Lotus has nailed that. It'd be pretty cool uh, seeing a full cinema go down in the front of that big gap in the front of the cinema and make like a little mosh pit to a film. Yeah. That's that, got to be an experience. Totally. Yeah, very different to Sophia's. We need those moments. But, yeah, yeah, not Sophia's. Very different to Sophia's. But are yeah, we getting yeah, a little bit... same vibe. Are we getting a bit culty now with the Taylor Swift sort of stuff? Is it getting a little Absolutely. bit Scientology vibes? Like we're just sort of... Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. We're not like excommunicating. Hating non-Swifties oh, no, and getting on, all weird about it. It's a good cult. It's a good oh, cult as mate. far as cults go. Well, I will get so many aggressive DMs from that. Because I think you're outnumbered as well. <laughs> well I am, mate. Yeah. No, I love Taylor. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. Uh, but yesterday, I think uh, both of you, but Ash London, you had been very proud of me. Um, managed to save a life. Save life? Was it producer snooze Why would the... Nick not... Be as proud of you for yeah. saving a life. Well, I hate life saving. <laughs> no, Nick's not, Nick's not, no, because of something you spoke about last week, Ash. No, it okay. was the life I saved was also producer snooze. Yes, from driving home from the radio awards, shell oh, of a yes. human being. Um, but we we did, <laughs> we, we, did, we did have the radio awards on yesterday night, and yeah. we um, mm-hmm. you know we we're coming home, a bit hungover, a bit sore and sorry. Gilly and I, we and Jess, we lost five awards. You know, we didn't yeah. win anything, Ash. None from five. None from five. Mate, we were it. we were gutted. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of us as the Leonardo DiCaprio yes, of the Radio Awards. Yeah, yes. yeah. Plenty of were nominated. Yes. Plenty of noms. And that camera, when it was on me and I didn't win, just still smiling. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I'm going to kill everyone in this room. Anyway, so that, that gives you the emotional state we're in. I get home. Yep. Morgan was working. Um, see Pam. Pam was ready to go out. She was super excited to go out. I finally go, all right, we'll, we'll take you out. As we get outside, I look down, and this is where I think Ash London will be proud because you said last week, Ash, that you become a, a twitcher. Is that what they call them? Bird watcher? Yeah, oh, bird yeah. watcher. Love yeah. birds. You love your birds. Um, I had found there was a – I sent you guys a photo just then as well so you can mm. see there was a dove. I believe it's like a, some form of like dovey kind of bird. It had hit our wall and broken its wing and crashed and like landed like on our garden. And Pam, the dog, was so concerned oh. she was lying next to the bird and just kind of pouring it. Oh. But like not hurting it, just kind of like, yeah, like do like, something. Hey, buddy. Yeah, do something. Anyway, you know when, when that happens, it becomes your problem. Yeah. You can't just yeah. leave it to the I, wolves. I couldn't leave Yeah, I couldn't leave it. I couldn't, you know, I'm not going to chuck it in the bin. I have a soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I named the bird, I named the bird Frank. Okay. And, <laughs> and then I walked back inside. <laughs> and that was me. <laughs> so, well, I'm looking at a photo of the bird and I can't, it is definitely a, a, a spotted dove or a dove. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, so so that's why I wanted to send you the photo because I didn't know what kind it was, but it's little bird friend was flying over as well. Like it had oh. lost its oh, mate. No. You're right, Frank. Oh, no. I know. And, I, and I, at this stage, I'm 
super, I'm a bit emotional because of, you know, the night before I'm a bit hungover yeah. and, you know, I've had two hung and a half, I'm hung. I've had two and a half hours producer snooze in the car. Like it's grim. And I, and I get, I get, I get little Frank and me, Frank and Pam, like, we'll go to the vet. So oh, okay. I bring Pam in the car as well. Did you have to dress up as a bird to gain its trust <laughs> before Obviously. you picked it up? <laughs> That's the first thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> I danced around. That's great bird noise. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. Uh, so Frank, Pam and I went to the vet, but of course it's a Sunday. <laughs> And it was close. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Frank, Pam, and I yeah. were about to just like I, like, I like to give Frank names. Frank and Pam are definitely 65 to 70. <laughs> Me, Frank, and Pam went on a little trip, okay? Meanwhile, it's a dog and a spotted dove. <laughs> yeah. But I like to give things names because it gives them a personality. And this was a Frank. Know, it screamed Frank. Yeah. Anyway, all the vets were closed because it's a Sunday. So I had to Google 24-7 emergency vet. There's one here in Broadmeadow. Oh, they're cheap too. So, no, well, mate, that's, I'm not paying for a <laughs> I'm not paying for the bird. It's not mine, <laughs> but I was kind of connected to it. Well, I they don't have like charity pins out the front. <laughs> you just drop your animals, ducko. <laughs> well, I, I waltz in and I'm expecting like a, it's like an emergency scene in a movie. Like I'm going to walk in there and be like, stop yeah. everything. I've got a broken dove. <laughs> Those swinging doors. From, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From. <laughs> I leave Pam in the car, take Frank in. I run in with Frank. They are so busy. And they're like, oh, yep, just a bird. Just wait a moment. And I was like, guys, come on. <laughs> just a bird. I know. They told me it's We're this. losing him. <laughs> He's not going to make it. They told Get me. Get the paddles. <laughs> Imagine the little paddles. Give <laughs> the goober shocks. I was talking to Frank. I was like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> they, they told me that it's the season where all the baby birds are learning to fly. So birds oh. are crashing and just falling out of the sky everywhere. They've been inundated with birds coming in, particularly baby magpies. And I said, are people saving magpies? Thinking like, you know. No, no disrespect to magpies, but I didn't know that would be the first choice of saving a bird. Apparently, magpies yeah. are a protected species. Yeah, they are. Oh, but, I didn't know that. But also, like, considering how much the parents protect their magpies when they're in the nest and you don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. How yeah. badly are you being harassed when you pick up their injured young? And I was like, I was like, people That's saving true. magpies. She looked at me. She's like, of course. I was like, absolutely. absolutely. I would yeah, too. Yeah. I would also save a magpie. <laughs> I would love it. Anyway, let's get back to my dove. <laughs> anyway, they took Frank. I put my address down so if they wanted to re-release Frank, they could come to the area in which he was to find mm. his friend again. Yep. Um, and I was like, do I need to wait? Like, what are we, what's the protocol here? Like, no, no, we're, we're good here. Do you want your towel back? No, you keep it. It's had a dove on it. I don't want it. Well, and so you just hand in the bird. You just hand in the bird and they take it and like, that was it. I think Frank's going to make it. I hope he made it. I wow. hope he makes it. Yeah. Well, someone from the, host, the vet hospital is listening, we would love to know yeah. what happened with Frank. Did Frank Unless make it's it? bad news, which we don't want to know. We We're just going to tell grimness. ourselves that Frank's Frank's okay. Yeah. And I went back and I told Pam, I think Frank's going to make it, buddy. Yeah. And what we, did Pam do? Oh, Pam, Pam was stoked. <laughs> Pam was real happy for Frank. She's a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, there is something that a content creator by the name of Sarah Lockwood has noticed on the internet and her observation has gone viral um, as a, <laughs> <laughs> as a, res- viral. there we go. Imagine if you went to a doctor with like some rash and he like did the swab and you're waiting for the results and he walks in and he goes, good news, babe, it's gone viral. You've gone viral. That's what I want from my GP. Viral. Uh, Anyway, so the observation, well, I'll let her explain what it is. I want to talk to you guys about something I've decided to call the what about me effect. The what about me effect is when someone sees something that doesn't really pertain to them or they can't fully relate to, and they find a way to make it about them. 
What about me? That's right. Now, the example that she gives is there's this very famous recipe, right, to try and help with period pain. And it is called a bean soup recipe. Uh-huh. That's the title of it. Uh-huh. Bean soup recipe. And it is riddled with hundreds and hundreds of comments along the lines of, yeah, but how do I make this without the beans? Or, <laughs> I don't like beans. I don't want to do this recipe. Or even just like, how do you substitute the beans? I'm not really a bean fan. Now, it's a bean soup recipe. Yeah. You have the opportunity. <laughs> don't make the bean soup, perhaps. <laughs> Do not make the bean soup. Yeah. Other examples include people yes. who just like, hey, here's a great hairstyle you can do. Ducko, maybe we're going for like the, yep. the sweep across that you've got. Yeah. And people are saying like, I'm bald. I can't do this. <laughs> Oh, I see. So it's people like... This is the effect of them just making everything about them. They can't just walk and away. Yes, that's the thing. It's like it's taking the time to then engage with the content to make sure everybody knows that it doesn't pertain to them and then wanting the person who's created the initial piece of content to do even more research for them specifically and take time out of their day yeah. to then redo the recipe for them, which I think personally is what is wrong with this generation of human beings on earth, is that <laughs> they cannot relate to anything huh? unless it specifically has something to do with them or relates to them. Yeah. And otherwise it's like, cannot compute, yeah, cannot yeah, yeah. compute. <laughs> It makes me go crazy. It makes me go Coco Jumbo. It makes yeah. me want to throw my phone yep. out of the window into the ocean, but I can't because I'm too addicted to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of the problem. I know. Yeah. And like social, growing up with social media kind of helped that. The best no. example of all of this, though, is the comments on bread recipes where people are saying, I'm gluten intolerant. Guys, why do you even start on a bread recipe? Is it like when someone's like... Why are you following the account? (laughs) Is it like... Go follow glutenfreebreadrecipes.com. Yeah. (laughs) It's like I'm looking for someone who's over six foot. What about everyone under six foot? What about me? You know what I mean? Come on, man. Is it, you know... So sorry, man. Come on, don't be doing that to us. Can't be doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and everyone, to be honest. Yeah. How do we substitute that recipe? <laughs> yeah. Grow taller. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, great. So this is taking the world by storm. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so don't be how a do what we, about How do we, now? like, fight it? How do I make my child not like that? Like, what am I supposed to do with my two-year-old to oh, teach yeah. him that, you know, like, sometimes things in life... Just won't be about you. And sometimes it's okay to lose, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's okay not to win and it's not about you. you It's about someone else. And it's okay to have nothing to say about something. That's another thing. It's like we have to have an opinion on everything. Yeah. We can't just be like, you know what? I don't know enough about that, so I have no opinion. Or, you know, I don't know, so I probably need to look into it more. Or I don't have an opinion either way as opposed to like we have to have something to say. I know. And have everything in the world. Our twins are six years old now. We're at the age now where we're kind of giving speeches to them like 